0: that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of The Withflow Podcast. Now in this episode, I want to talk about the concept of experimenting. This is something that I've really been using a lot, particularly in the last 18 months of my business and it's shifted the way I look at things and how I go about things in my business. Now, I want to first start by talking about an experiment I did in my business in May with Instagram. I had been struggling with Instagram for a little while. It's the only social media platform I'm on and it's definitely my preferred. I didn't want to leave Instagram, but I had gotten to the point where I felt like I had nothing to say, which I know is not true. And I was also feeling like every time I opened up Instagram, I was just seeing the same stuff over and over again. I didn't want to be contributing the same stuff to all of that noise that's online and just be part of people scrolling on past my content. I wanted to create content that was useful to people, that was inspiring and educational and made people stop and think. Now, what I had realized before I started this experiment is that I had become a victim to the voices in my head that kept telling me these stories, the stories that I have nothing to say and I have nothing to contribute and I don't want to be part of what everyone else is saying. So I decided, in order to prove those voices wrong, that it was time to have a little fun with some content and do a little experiment. So for the month of May, I set the intention to post- A feed post, so to my main Instagram feed, every single Monday to Friday for the month of May. It was images only, either a static image or a carousel post, no video, no reels, anything like that. Just a feed post every single Monday to Friday, and I carried on using stories which I've always used and always loved, just as I had been before. So what were the results? Because that's the stuff that you want to hear about, right? (laughs) So, the results were interesting. First thing first, naturally, my reach and my engagement was up. Of course, when you post more, you're more likely to get more reach and more engagement than when you post less. That's just how those things work. So, my stats for May, which is comparing to the month before April, accounts reach was up 86%, engagement was up 60%. I had a small increase in followers, about 2%, but I am very picky when it comes to Instagram followers. So if people follow me and it's clear that they are a spam account or they're just following me because they want me to follow them back or any of that kind of gross, icky stuff or stuff that I know that they aren't following me for my content, it's just like some kind of random follower, I go and remove them or block them if they're a spam account. So I'm pretty picky when it comes to my Instagram followers. So there was a small increase in followers there. Now, of course, all of this increase in reach and engagement, that kind of thing, it was nice, but it wasn't the point of the experiment. I wasn't doing it to get those things. I was doing it to prove the stories in my head wrong. I was also doing it to get some great insights and some great data, which is the next thing that I want to talk about. Now, a couple of episodes ago, I spoke about the value of metrics in your business. If you haven't listened to that one, that's a good one to go back and listen to. What I got from this Instagram experiment was a whole heap of data. Rather than posting, you know, maybe once or twice a week to my feed, I was posting five posts a week. And across a month, that's a whole lot more data that I can then look at the insights for. So I was able to see the types of posts that were resonating with people. I could see what hashtags were working and what weren't. I could see the best time. So if I post in the morning, was I more likely to get engagement versus in the evening? And I was able to really dig into what is going to help me move forward with getting the content in front of the most people. Because that's why we post on social media, right? We want people to see it, to engage in it, and then take some kind of action. Now, interestingly, one of the things I've been seeing a lot of on Instagram lately is that posting carousel posts is now the thing to do to get more reach and more engagement. Because when you post a carousel post, people will see obviously the first image. And then if they don't engage with it, Instagram will then place that carousel back in the feed with the next image. So in theory, you're more likely to get more reach and more engagement on those posts because people are seeing them more often. Now, I did a mix of both depending on what I was talking about, and I didn't see any noticeable difference in the stats between whether it was a single image post or a carousel post. So my takeaway there is do what feels right for the content that you're talking about then and there. A good mix is probably always a good thing, but carousels are not the next big thing that are going to grow your Instagram insanely quickly. So I got great data. And that was a great thing. Now, if you are interested in digging into your analytics, I really love a tool called Semrush, S-E-M-R-U-S-H. It is a paid tool, but there is the option to get the free version. Now, the free version is a little tricky. When you sign up, it will give you the option to do a seven-day free trial before going on to a paid account. But there is a way, and you just have to kind of click around a little bit in their site because it's not obvious to actually create a free account from scratch. So rather than going on the free trial and then ending up on the paid version, you can get access to the lighter version for free. And that is a really great tool for doing things like your social media analytics, your page SEO analytics for your website, all of that good stuff. And it is the only analytics tool that I have found for Instagram that is free that will help you dig into your hashtag analytics so if that's something you're interested in little side note there SEMrush is a great place to go so obviously I've talked about the reach and the engagement I've talked about the data that I got but some of the other results were less tangible so one of the things that I found and I knew this would happen that's why I set myself the experiment was that once I set the intention to show up and I made that commitment that for a month and only a month I'm going to do this I couldn't keep up with the content ideas that were literally flowing through me. So I went immediately from this, oh my God, I don't know what to post to, well, I have to post something. So instantly my brain was, instead of being stuck in the story of, I don't know what to post, was looking for what can I post? What can I share? What is relevant to my audience? What is on my mind, on my heart that I need to share? That was the main reason why I did the experiment and it was almost instantaneous. Now, a little hint, if you are planning to do something like this, have somewhere that you can keep track of all of those ideas when they come. Because let's face it, they don't normally come when we sit down at our desks to create content. They come when we are just going about our daily life. So maybe have, you know, the notes app on your phone or something like that where you can just quickly jot down ideas when they come to you and then circle back to them when you go to create the content and post it. Now, if you are putting things into your phone, make sure that you've put something, a reminder in your calendar or your project management tool to actually go back and look at it because there's no use in capturing all of those amazing ideas if you forget about them and then don't go and do anything with them. So make it easily accessible so that when you get that idea, you can just quickly pop it in there and then do something with it at a later date. The other thing that I found was that I stopped trying to be a perfectionist with my Canva templates and just started posting the damn thing. And sometimes they had spelling mistakes in them. And can I tell you, oh my goodness, it was really, really hard for me, because of course we know we always spot the spelling mistakes after we've posted things, it was really hard for me to not go back and take it down and repost it with a correction. But I let go of the perfectionism and let it be just whatever it needed to be. I've never been one of those people that needed like this beautiful Instagram feed and perfectly curated or anything like that. But I do always like to have a different mix of different kinds of images and that kind of thing. And I'd recognized that that had been holding me back a little as well. So I stopped trying to make them perfect and I just focused on getting the content out. The other thing that I found is that I became a lot more comfortable at voicing my sometimes very strong opinions. I let go of the trying to be nice or agreeable to everyone, trying to be more educational, and I allowed myself to get a little bit ranty at times. And like anything, as you start to expand your comfort zone and you do things a little more and a little more and a little more it becomes less unnerving and more comfortable to do that. So I'm actually starting to feel into how can I show up more in that way going forward. Now, ultimately, I was obviously able to prove those stories and those voices in my head wrong, which was great because that was the point of the experiment. Am I going to keep up the Monday to Friday posting? Probably not. Honestly, it's not that sustainable in the longer term and knowing myself in my high achieving perfectionistic ways I can see that I would trap myself into something that could very easily result in me becoming a little obsessive rather than being flowy and more flexible so I'm definitely going to continue to post a lot more regularly but I'm certainly not committing to having something there every single weekday moving forwards. However, it's obviously shown that in the short term, that is something that is possible. So when it comes to things like launching or when you are creating new services and getting things out into the world, it is easier to do those things in the short term. But it's about finding the balance in the longer term. So those are the results of my Instagram experiment. Now, I said at the beginning I wanted to talk about why I love experimenting. And the mindset shift that I've really experienced in the last couple of years. Now, for those of you who know me, or maybe you've been listening for a little while, you know that I am one of those very driven, got to do it right, got to do it perfectly kind of people. And so when it came to doing things in my business, I always wanted to get everything exactly right and do it perfectly and do it the way it's supposed to be done, which of course There is no right way. We know that. But that kind of energy felt so restrictive and it was really holding me back from actually doing things and taking the action. That's one of the things I realized about two years ago, that if I really wanted to grow my business, build my business, actually do some of the things that I wanted to do, I needed to let go of that and just start to have a little more fun and experiment with things. So, the reason that I love experimenting is because it feels so much lighter. It feels more fun. It feels more expansive. Rather than I'm going to do this big thing and coming into it with that real heavy masculine energy, it feels a lot lighter, more flowier. When you are looking at something as an experiment, the focus is more on what you're learning and what you'll be able to do with it in the future rather than the tangible outcomes. So like I said before, with the Instagram experiment, the outcomes I was looking for weren't around the increase in reach and the increase in engagement. They were great, but I wasn't looking for those tangible outcomes. It was about changing the story and shifting my energy around Instagram and being able to see what I could learn. The other beautiful thing about experimenting is that you get to see what works and what doesn't, and you get the actual evidence to back it up. So again, coming back to having the data and the metrics, you try something and you see what the results are. And if it works, great, you keep pursuing that and maybe tweaking it and improving it. If it doesn't work, you know, step back. Okay, let's try. Let's experiment with something else. So you're getting the evidence rather than just assuming that this will work or this won't work and then getting frustrated when the results that you get don't match your expectations. With an experiment, it's more about what you can learn than it is about what you're going to get. The other beauty of experimenting with things is that you're not tied into anything. You're not committed to anything at the end. So I committed to do this Instagram experiment for the month of May and that was it. There was no ongoing commitment there was no and I get to the end of it I'm then going to do this I'm just going to do this for the month of May then I'm going to reassess and I'm going to move forward and when it comes to doing things like that that feels a lot easier a lot less overwhelming to do something for a short period of time than it does when you say I'm going to commit to posting every single Monday to Friday for a year like what feels easier right So that short time frame makes it feel so much less overwhelming and you know you're not committed to something if it doesn't ultimately work for you. And the other beauty of experimenting, because it is that short period of time, because it is an experiment, what I have found is that you're more likely to keep going even when you don't get the results immediately. So for many of us, when we try something new in our business, we want to see those results straight away, right? We want to get that instant gratification that says, yes, I've got all this money coming in or I've got all of these new subscribers or all of these new followers or whatever it might be. And we know in reality that those results don't happen automatically. It takes time. When you look at something as an experiment and it's got an end date, you're more willing to keep trying and keep going with the experiment and waiting till you get to the end of it to see the results rather than giving up because you haven't had all of these sales rush in two days after you opened up your new funnel or whatever it might have been. So it's easier to commit to and easier to keep going. Now, there are so many different ways that you could experiment in your business. Obviously, Instagram is one. You know, maybe for you, it's not posting to your feed post, but it's showing up on your Instagram stories. Maybe it's experimenting with Reels or TikTok or any of those kind of things. Maybe it's your email marketing. So maybe you want to experiment with emailing your list regularly for a couple of months if that's something that you are not particularly consistent with. Maybe it's committing to promoting your business, promoting your freebies, promoting your content and your offers and that kind of thing. There are so many different ways that you can experiment in your business. As I said, that mind shift for me a couple of years ago really allowed me to step away from okay this is what everyone's doing this is the thing that you have to do in order to have a successful business so this is what I'm going to do and I lock myself into it and I try and get it right the first time and I try and get it perfect. Experimenting allows you to find out what works for you for your business your audience and then move forward with the things that are working and letting go of the things that aren't. You've got the evidence, you've got the data there to know what works for you and what doesn't, rather than trying to copycat what everyone else on the internet is telling you to do or what they're doing in their own businesses. So my challenge for you at the end of this episode, if you've got this far, I challenge you to go and find something that you are struggling with in your business right now, maybe struggling with inconsistency in areas of your business or something that just doesn't feel right or isn't getting you the results, and commit to experimenting with it. Take the pressure off, just have a little bit of fun, and then see what results you get. That's all for this episode of the With Flow podcast. Until next week, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the With Flow podcast. If you got value from this episode, I would be overjoyed if you shared it with your friends or left a five-star rating and review in iTunes. See you next episode.